how can I balance academics with extracurricular activity? If that's your question, then I've got you covered in this episode. Hello there, this is Otega, and in this episode, I want to show you six little-known acts that you can do right away to balance academics with extracurricular activity. Now, before now, perhaps you must have had a lot of people tell you, hey, go join extracurricular activity or go perform or go engage yourself in extracurricular activity. And if you like me, you're going to ask, well, yeah, it's cool, right? But how can I balance academics with extracurricular activity? Now, this was a question I've been asking myself over time because when I engage in extracurricular activity, then it's only there without that I took it very, very serious. I was jumping from one to another about 10 different extracurricular activity. And it really affected my grade. It really affected my performance and to some extent my health. Now, extracurricular activity is not bad, and should I tell you the truth, I did learn a lot from those extracurricular activities that I engaged in, like I really, really learned a lot. But over time, I've come to discover that now, without knowing how to balance extracurricular activity with academics, then one will not just drop in academic performance, but will not just suck in one's health but will also perhaps lose his, his admission or, or perhaps get kicked out of school. And in my case, medical school. Now, I'm going to show you six acts to which you can do and then get up and balance academics with extracurricular activity. You know, many students have always got this as a challenge. Engaging in extracurricular activities isn't necessarily a challenge to an average student, right? The challenge has always been balance. How can I balance it? Like, come on, how can I balance it? So many could over balance academics with relationship, let alone extracurricular demanding activity, right? So one of the first acts you need to know is academics come first. I remember Sarah and Maria, those are my friends, by the way, telling me, okay, yeah, fine, I know you're doing a whole lot extracurricularly. You're doing business, whatever, it's amazing, it's fantastic, I love what you do, but your academics come first, like, for real, your academics come first. If you, if you get kicked out of med school, for example, or if you get a fail drastically where your admission or your course of study gets to be changed or hereabouts, you may not necessarily perform in those extracurricular activities on campus that you engaged in, right? So, always think extracurricular academics come first. Very, very, very important. And this simple principle really, really helped me. Yeah, after realizing that, yeah, against all odds, irrespective of whatever I'm engaged in, I shouldn't necessarily let my academics suffer, like overly suffer. I'm just going to try to strike a balance. Know that you're first a student, right, before doing whatever. Right, you first a student, and you need to keep your studentship pledge or, or, or status very important, irrespective of your grade. At least, still be a student. Number two, set goals, very, very important. I remember in 2011, I met a senior colleague of mine. I told him, uh, You're doing so amazing, I like what you're doing. You, you're really blowing my mind. Like, I, I, I so love it. They looked at me and said, Otega, what do you want? Do you want to be the distinction student or do you want to engage in extracurricular activity, volunteer, run organization, start something, and, and maybe do XYZ? Then I looked at him and I was like, okay, yeah, this is so cool. 
Yeah, and of course you know the answer. I went the other way, not today. All I could ever die. But over time, I just come to discover that there are some people who are really doing well extracurricularly and well academically. So you can be that person, right? So what do you need to do basically is to set goals. What do you want out of academics? What do you want out of academics? What do you want um, with your extracurricular activity, engagement? What exactly do you want? Very, very important. Know what you want. Set goals. Number three, develop a schedule and stick to it. Now, it's not difficult to set a goal, right? Everybody could just get a sheet of paper, a pen, and maybe a glass of coffee or whatever, a glass of water or a cup of coffee. And to the person just get a set of goals, right? Almost everybody does that during New Year resolution. But when it comes to developing a schedule and sticking to it, it's a whole different ballgame. So what you need to do is setting your goals, academics, extracurricular activity. Yeah, so you want to create a schedule and then you want to stick to it. How do you do that? You get a sheet of paper or something and you want to create a routine in a timely manner, right? Let's say you wake by 5 a.m. or you're about or 6 a.m. or you're about like 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10. Like everything should go in a chronological manner and you have a defining time or you get to tag each time for whatever. So you want to create a schedule and you stick to it. Schedule to achieving your goals and you stick into it, right? Number four, you want to be picky about the extracurricular activities you jump on in. Now, it's so simple, you can't do everything. You've got 24 hours, you're a student, perhaps you're active in the fellowship, and then you also have to read your books, right? You've also got to work on your future. You've also got to be intentional about you thinking about the future, perhaps starting a business or something, right? You just have to know what exactly you want. Who uh, which extracurricular activity you want to jump on in? You don't want to do everything. Follow the 80-20 principle, right? 80% of your efforts gives you 20% of the results, and 20% of your efforts gives you 80% of the results. So know the 20% of extracurricular that could contribute 80% of the results you want, and then give your best shot, right? Number five, limit distraction and stay focused. Now, you want to know the reason why some persons will want to study for hours or do about or do whatever and then they really couldn't complete it or they spent a whole lot of time to do something very little. It's simple because their level of distraction is so high. Their phone is high, it's very close by, the data and notification disturbing, they have got uh, their friends around who is going to converse with them just so distraction so much distraction so much distraction environment or distracting environment so what you want to do you know you're not just like any holder like undergrad you're a 10x undergrad right so you want to maintain your focus you want to limit distraction as much as you can when you study you study when you read you read you go all in right Number six, this app is what I learned very early and I'm so grateful for learning it on time. It's simple, but a lot of people don't know about it yet. Thankfully, you're going to learn it. It's don't be afraid to ask for help. Very, very important. You, you don't have to be afraid. It's not a big deal. You're not just like any undergrad. You, you're performing. Your, your academic uh, academic activity, right? You're also engaging yourself in extracurricular activity. 
you're hustling perhaps in fellowship, doing something in fellowship, perhaps you're starting a business, perhaps you you stay doing XYZ, right? So you don't have all the whole time to read. You don't even have 10 hours to yourself to read. So what do you do? Some of your friends have got 10 hours to themselves and they read 10 full hours every single day, right? So what do you do? You know, your time is, your time has been scheduled, your time has been attached, you know, your time has been assigned to a task, right? So you know you want to leverage. There's something called leverage. It's something the rich understands a lot. And every smart student should understand. It's called leverage. You want to take advantage of, not the wrong way, but the right way, of students that have read the subjects or the course of study and they've got good graphs on the subject matter, right? So you want to meet them and get to get them to explain everything to you. You don't want to spend over four hours or five hours or ten hours learning one simple thing that you could just run down the street or call your roommate or nearby or call your colleague or classmates and get a person to explain to you. Now this is a school. It's to school and there's something common to the university environment or a higher institution environment. You get to take, you get the opportunity to ask senior colleague or get the opportunity to get guidance from senior colleague. You can walk up to senior colleague, schedule your time, get a senior colleague to explain things to you. As much as you can, you want to be protective about your time and you want to get maximum usefulness of what you use your time for, right? So. I just showed you six little known hacks to advancing academics with extracurricular academics undergrads. So I need to get up and go do it, right? Don't be like every other person who's going to complain, oh, I can't do extracurricular because I don't know how to balance. No way. You're going to do it, right? Because it's going to help you and you know how to balance. I'm going to run over them again. One, academics come first. Two, set goals. Three, Discipline, right? Develop a shared one stick to it, so more like discipline. Four, be picky about extracurriculars. Five, limit distractions and stay focused. Six, don't be afraid to ask for help. Thank you so much. That remains Ortega Gomigo at Beyond Just Cool Podcast. See you.